Welcome to the United Soccer Coaches Podcast, presented by Team Snap and hosted by veteran soccer broadcaster Dean Linky. Uniting coaches at every level of the game around the love of the game, we are United Soccer Coaches. Now, here's our host, Dean Linky. I am Dean Linky, and welcome to Chicago for the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention as this is our United Soccer Coaches Podcast Week of convention edition presented by Team Snap. We start off with Nelson Rodriguez, the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club of Major League Soccer, a big-time partner and a big-time part of the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention. Nelson Rodriguez is up first. He is followed by Peter Vermes, now the longest tenured coach in Major League Soccer. He's got four championships, three Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cups as well as an MLS Cup. He's a U.S. Soccer Hall of Famer. He is a legend of the game. Peter Vermes will have a session at this year's convention. He is on the show. And finally, we end with Melanie Austin, who is with the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault. It is a big issue. She will do two workshops at the convention and she will end our show. Nelson Rodriguez, Peter Vermes, Melanie Austin, a great show. Show. It's the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention Podcast Edition. Welcome to Chicago, everybody. Managing your club or league shouldn't feel like a second job. With Team Snap, it doesn't have to. They help their customers save time and sanity on tasks such as communication, registration, scheduling, and more. Bring your club or league into the 21st century with Team Snap. Go to TeamSnap.com. Once again, here's Dean Linky. Hello, everybody. I am Dean Linky. This is the United Soccer Coaches Podcast presented by Team Snap, and it is your welcome addition to the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention in Chicago. And as you've heard Ian Barker say in recent weeks, Jeff Van Dusen, last week, the Chicago Fire Soccer Club of Major League Soccer, from the opening second, United Soccer Coaches announced that the convention was going to be in Chicago. They have stepped up big as a big-time partner, and it doesn't get any bigger than Major League Soccer in Chicago in combination with the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And, of course, it's only fitting that we have the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club, a man who has put in years and years in soccer with U.S. Soccer, Major League Soccer, Rutgers, you name it. He's done it. We're talking about our main man, Nelson Rodriguez, who's kind enough to join us from the MLS Combine. Nelson, thanks for being on the program. Dean, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. Well, and it's true. I mean, from the opening second that uh, you knew we were coming to Chicago, you stepped up in a big way. We had the big press conference with the mayor of Chicago. Why was it so important for you and your club to wrap yourselves around the United Soccer Coaches Convention, Nelson? Well, first, I think the United Soccer Coaches organization is a fabulous one. I think the services that they provide to their membership, their advocacy for truly for all of the good of the sport is remarkable uh, because it's all centered around what's good for the game and it's all centered around good intentions without ego or uh, without self-interest. So just to support that organization, I think, is critically important. Uh, I've only been in Chicago three years, but I love the city. 
I think it's a fantastic city. It's a world city. It has had uh, all of the great events of the world, from World's Fairs to World Cups. And I think that it was time for this convention to come to Chicago. Uh, we want to be welcoming hosts, and we're, we're honored and privileged to, to play a small part in all of it. Well, let's go back a year, because that was when you and the mayor were there to welcome the United Soccer Coaches and officially kick off the notion that United Soccer Coaches Convention was coming. That was a great event, Nelson. It was. You know, I, I, I want to give a nod to Lynn Burling and Jeff Van Dusen for, for their trust in our city and to Kara Bachman and the entire Chicago Sports Commission. Uh, for their believing us that this could and would be a big event and all parties working together. Mayor Emanuel has been a great friend to the sport um, in our city. He's been a great friend to our organization, the Chicago Fire. It was terrific to have such high media attention at the announcement of the conventions coming uh, to Chicago. And, you know, every element of the public sector and the mayor's office has been supportive. And I think this, if the weather uh, is just mild enough to let people travel in and out, I think this is going to be a record-setting convention. Yeah, that's what they're saying indeed. That's what Jeff Van Dusen said last week and Ian Barker said two weeks ago. And make no mistake, you guys are going to be ever-present. We're going to see you everywhere, including on January 9th at 6.15. You've got an academy practice field session to kick things off. It's called Chicago Fire Soccer Academy Methodology, presented by Cedric Cadenoy. Talk to me a little bit about uh, what's going on there. Look, we're proud of the work that we do within the city, whether it's our academy, which admittedly has the self-interest of trying to develop players for the first team, our Fire Juniors program, which is uh, trying to serve as a transition for players from a recreational state to a more competitive state, our Little Sparks programs, which is an introduction to the sport, for really young kids and their families. You know, we're proud of the fact that as an organization, we run a plays program, participate, learn, achieve through youth soccer. We're in 22 Chicago public schools. Those are public schools and in the most underserved areas of the city. We have a goal to be in 40 schools in two more years' time. We're uh, in association with the U.S. Soccer Foundation, building 50 mini-pitches. So we're, we're proud to be in the neighborhoods on a daily basis. The, the session that Cedric is going to present, and we have some other academy workshops, is, is intended to share our methodology. Um, Cedric has as a basis the French school. He was a longtime member of the PSG Academy. Uh, what we love about Cedric is he's not married to that. He recognizes the differences that exist in our country. And so that methodology uh, is germane to a U.S. culture, if you will. It, it's respective of where the U.S. player is in his development. Um, and we just want to share. We don't say we have all the answers or our way is the best way. What we're hoping is people that attend that session or our other workshops that we'll be involved in take something away that they can apply 
to their own methodologies and curriculums. Reminded everybody that'll be on Wednesday night, 615, Chicago Fire Soccer Academy Methodology. And then you mentioned that workshop. That'll be the next day on Thursday at 1 o'clock, and it's called How We Built a Game Model at the Chicago Fire Soccer Academy. And what do you expect at that uh, workshop where Brian Roberts will join Cedric? Well, one thing that uh, may surprise some folks who attend is we are committed to being a values-based club, and we that is not a punchline. So, by example, in our weekly lesson plans for each of our academy teams, we will highlight one of the club's values, and on a monthly basis, we'll highlight a specific value. Those values need to be reinforced in training sessions and in matches. And Brian Roberts and Cedric work with our coaches and our trainers and our operations folks to uh, show them and teach them how that can be reinforced and taught in the game of soccer. So a big part of that is this reinforcement of what our core values to our organization, because we believe in a holistic approach, which is the second phase of our game model. We truly believe in looking at the individual. We work closely with the individual's uh, player's family. We also work closely with the principals of the schools that they attend, because being a professional is much, much more than just the difficult and sophisticated nature of the sport. It's all-encompassing. So we look at the person. On the field, our game model, uh, we want it to be based on uh, domination of the ball and dictating the game. Uh, One thing that's a little bit different about us is we believe in adaptable football. Uh, What that means is, you know, we, we believe that we need to play to win and do what's required irrespective of opponent or circumstance. So some days, Dean, that means we might have to defend like banshees. You know, you, you can say you're going to be a possession-based team, but if you play Barcelona, you're not going to have possession. Um, so our view there is we're not going to have possession against Barcelona, but we want to win that game. So what does it take to win that game? So principles of play are critically important. Adaptability is critically important. And Cedric and Brian will talk about that and our values in that session on the 10th. Doesn't end there, folks. Head coach Velko Ponovich will conduct a one-on-one interview at 4 o'clock on Friday in room W-185. That's room W-185. And he'll be there to answer questions about his playing and coaching philosophies. That should be fantastic as well, Nelson. You know, Pono's a great guy, and I, I really hope people take advantage of that spotlight session he won a World Cup with the under-20 Serbian national team in, 19, in um, 2015. He had a fantastic playing career uh, in five different countries. His most notable stints were with Atletico Madrid in Spain and La Liga. But here's, here's an individual who truly believes in giving and in sharing. Uh, at the same time, he is insatiable in his own desire to learn and evolve and develop as a person, as a father, and as a coach. Um, He's a terrific guy. I think people will get a lot of great insights 
if they're able to attend that session. If that's not enough, as you know, United Soccer coaches have hung their hat on their ability to recognize the outstanding coaches and athletes across the country. And stepping up for the Chicago Fire, the very talented, big personality, your midfielder Dax McCarty will be there to present the awards at the 2018 All-American Awards Banquet. That's on Saturday in the Skyline Ballroom. That'll be a nice treat for these young athletes. I think so. Dax is an engaging personality um he he very much is self-made he he would be modest in in recognizing all the people who helped him along the way but uh dax has has done a wonderful job not just of maximizing his own abilities but on constantly improving upon them he uh has funny yarns to to share uh he's very open and personable so so those players and people who attend that banquet will have the chance to, to spend time with him and meet with him and take photos with him. He's been a great captain for our club, um, and I, I think people will enjoy getting to know Dax on a more personal level. You've done a nice job, Nelson, talking about the future of the Chicago Fire is, in fact, your youth. And lo and behold, the Chicago Fire Academy, the Chicago Fire Juniors West, Chicago Fire Juniors City, and Chicago Fire Juniors South are providing players to participate as player demonstrators at the convention. Over 120 players will be participating in almost 30 field sessions. That's pretty neat. I think it is. And again, we're just grateful for the opportunity to contribute uh, to, to the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Again, it's such a fantastic event. We're, we're proud of our juniors program. We're proud of taking underserved areas and providing them with uh, a soccer education that wraps with it the, the values of being a good person. And I know our players and our children and their families are really excited to participate in these sessions. And uh, I think the clinicians will benefit, too, because the, the kids are pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah, they know what they're doing for sure. It doesn't end there, folks. They got the Chicago Fire sales booth where you can learn about games and camps. They got the Chicago Fire shuttle bus making it easier. And even the Chicago Fire lounge. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. The Fire Coaches Lounge outside the Skyline Ballroom. You can experience their interactive photo booth, FIFA 19 gaming lounge, and daily giveaways in addition to staff from Chicago Fire Academy juniors and also the all of them being on hand to discuss the programming methodology and vision the chicago fire player development group the lounge will be open daily from 10 a.m to 6 p.m thursday friday and saturday it's about networking and why not network under the chicago fire name right nelson yeah we appreciate it look we chicago is a welcoming city and its people are warm and friendly and genuine and we're trying to build the club, rebuild the club, the way it was uh, originally constructed, which is to represent those values and to be an embodiment of the city on and off the field. Uh, I suspect you'll see some of our first-team players and first-team coaches from time to time you know, popping up in that lounge to surprise those who tend to use it, and it'll be a great area of respite or networking, as you said, Dean, uh, for all the coaches that are in attendance. So, you know, that's, that's going to be open uh, daily from like 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, on the first three or four days of the, of the convention. And 
you know, stop in, uh, enjoy some gaming, meet a surprise guest, or as you said, do some networking. Yeah, and all the United Soccer Coaches members will be eligible to receive a Chicago Fire Mobile Battery Pack by attending the lounge and redeeming. Finally, just as I think uh, another massive sign of your commitment to what United Soccer Coaches is all about because it's such a legacy organization is you've donated $5,000 to the 2019 Walt Chiswick Award as the primary sponsor. And, of course, Walt Chiswick is you know truly one of the – true makers of the coaching philosophy for United Soccer Coaches. You understand that. You get it. You got behind it. We do. Look, Walt Chizowicz, his memory and his service must never be forgotten. And uh, I, I commend the committee and the group that has kept that alive and passed that torch along. Uh, we'll be thrilled to announce the recipient of the award at the event. I think that it's important that young players and young coaches know the history of the game in our country, know the key individuals who helped grow the game and even keep the ball rolling in the in the dark periods where there was no first uh, division professional league. Walt Chiswick, as you said, is, is in a lot of ways uh, the father, the godfather of coaching curriculums and methodologies and he too uh, personified a spirit of generosity a giver who traveled all over the country just just to share share his experiences his thoughts on the game and what he'd learned and it's an honor for us to to play a small part in that um that'll that'll be a, a wonderful uh event and you know again we're we're pleased to have contributed in a in a small way and I'm excited that uh, at the recipients that we'll be announcing uh, on that award. Nelson, we also know that you're excited about the future of the Chicago Fire. You've only been there a few years. You've had to make some changes moving forward as we started. You're down at the Combine for Major League Soccer, trying to build your team. Your short and long-term goals for the Chicago Fire. It is to truly embody the spirit of the sport and the city. Um, you know, this is the most welcoming and democratic of sports, and Chicago's a world city. And we need to marry those. We need to build a team that is representative of Chicago. Uh, that representation means that uh, we're going to do everything we can to win. Uh, we are going to play hard and play smart for 90 minutes. Simulation and embellishment are not part of our game model. Uh, that cheekiness is not something that we advocate or support. It's not in keeping with the working spirit of the citizens of Chicago who punch that clock on a daily basis. Um, we want to play a significant role in the community, community uh, constantly serving as a good neighbor when and if called upon to serve as a leader in, in a time of need. But uh, those are those are what drive us on a daily basis. So, where this event gives us an opportunity to make a more tangible effort and the start of a longer-term plan for us to reconnect with the city of Chicago, uh, to reconnect with its citizens, and to prove ourselves worthy of their support, and to know that uh, they can count on us. Uh, at any time that 
that they need us. And we end Nelson Rodriguez, the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club, with your official welcome. Go ahead and welcome everybody to Chicago, Nelson. Hey, everybody. If you're coming to Chicago for the United Soccer Coaches Convention, you just made the first great decision of 2019. Enjoy the spirit of the city, the spirit of all the coaches who are part of United Soccer Coaches, and welcome to Chicago. As always, Nelson Rodriguez, he nails it. Peter Vermees coming up next. This is your convention edition, the week of the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention. Stay with us, everybody. Looking for ways to improve your training sessions? Quick Goal has supplied the highest quality soccer goals, seating, field, and training equipment for over 30 years. From backyards to the world's greatest pitches, Quick Goal has products essential for every level of the game. As an official partner to the United United Soccer Coaches and technical partner to U.S. Soccer, Quick Goal knows what equipment you need to take your game to the next level. Visit quickgoal.com to satisfy all your equipment needs. Welcome back to our United Soccer Coaches Convention edition of the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. I want to thank Nelson Rodriguez, the President and General Manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club, for kicking off our show. A great welcome to Chicago, and that's exactly how he ended it. He was pretty excited about our next guest. We're all excited about Peter Vermees. Ian Barker last week saying that the one session he was not going to miss is the one with Peter Vermees, which will be on January 10th, 2019, 4 to 5 o'clock. It'll be a one-on-one with the head coach of Sporting KC. He's been there since 2009. He's now the longest tenured coach in Major League Soccer. He's got four big trophies to go with it, including an MLS Cup. And as he said, perhaps the best job in the country. Peter Vermees joins me now. Peter, thanks for being with me. Hey, Dean. Listen, uh, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Most people don't know, but you and I have uh, a uh, long-term relationship, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here and. uh Looking forward to having a conversation with you. Yeah, we do indeed. And uh, you're my favorite, Peter. You've always been so open with the media. Of course, uh, just to set the record straight, I knew Peter in the late 80s as the press officer for U.S. soccer, including the 1994 U.S. World Cup team. Of course, Peter was a key part of that 90 team. And now what he's done at Sporting KC is second to none, talking about vertical integration, which I, I, let's start with that because that's got to be a topic you're going to cover with Alexi Lalas, I do believe, during your session on January 10th. Peter, what do you hope to cover with Alexi? Well, um, actually, Lexi and I had a conversation um, uh, just talking about how um, we felt the, the best way to approach um, sort of this uh, discussion. And uh, I, I think it's going to go uh, kind of like this, and that is uh, I've, I've been very fortunate to, to be a part of the start of the league in 96. Uh, and obviously, I'm, I'm still a part of the league now in the capacity I am today. And so I've had to the pleasure of being a, a player um, in a management position as a technical director, head coach, and obviously a fan as well. And so we're kind of going to start at the beginning. We're going to jump through some watershed moments of the league. <clears throat> and then what we're going to do is we're going to sort of go, go backwards and then start explaining the, the different um, ways uh, Major League Soccer have made decisions that – have ultimately affect where we sit today. And obviously we sit in a pretty darn good place when it comes to the progression that Major League Soccer has made. Some of it will be business. Some of it will be uh, soccer. Um, some will be related to uh, the salary cap and the, and the way you build a roster in Major League Soccer. 
and then it also will be in what I call the properties in our league now. And the properties are there's a lot of teams that have obviously their senior team, they have a USL component, and then they have their academy, and those are three different properties for me within uh, the major league soccer structure, and we'll we'll discuss that as well. And so, uh, and then you know, look, uh, we'll obviously have some questions from the audience, and I'll be very um, open with that. You know, they can ask anything. Not, I'll never say that I'll, I'll answer everything, but uh, normally I'm, I'm I'm pretty open with all that. So hopefully it'll be pretty informative. Peter Vermees, also a U.S. Soccer Hall of Famer, and Peter, here's the thing with you: you would have been a Hall of Famer as a coach, if not as a player and one of the things i love talking about is here you were a starting forward for the usa in the 1990 world cup by the end of the day you were mls's defender of the year which has got to be another great reason why you're a great coach because you understand all aspects but since you said you're going to do that with alexi that's a big watershed moment for you as well when you started just moving back to where you were one of the best center backs in the country yeah thank god i didn't become a keeper (laughs) yeah um it's it's actually a, it's actually a really good point and, and the way you you pull it together in regards to from a coaching point of view I, I would tell you if, if I never would have went back and played um, in the back like I did I, I don't necessarily know if I would have had the same appreciation and understanding um, of how important the defensive side of the game is and so uh, it was it was great for the next phase of my career which is obviously uh, on the coaching side. And so it definitely, I think, has helped me uh, to be a better coach and, and to have been in those situations because I can speak to the to the back line. I can I can. It's, it's not just me uh, talking about it from more of a reference point, but really it's me talking about it from an expertise because I played there. So it definitely has been a big help to uh, to to my coaching career. I don't know exactly what the number is. It might just be one. Maybe there's somebody else. There's not too many people that can say they won an MLS Cup as a player and as a coach. What does that mean to you, Peter? For me, there's no doubt that, and I think you know this about me, I love playing the game, and I love the game itself, right? But the other side of it, if there's something that was uh, a, a huge component of me is that I always wanted to win. And so to be able to say that you won um, as a player and then as a coach is is a really, really important thing to me because um, it's one of the core values of the culture at Sporting Kansas City. We, we just don't want to be a club that participates in MLS. We want to be a club that wins championships. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to do that because we have a lot of good players. We have a great staff. And, um, you know, we got to continue that objective as we move into the future as well. We're with Peter Vermees, the top man for Sporting KC. He's got a one-on-one education session with Alexi Lalas. It'll be on Thursday, 4 to 5, in CCW 185BC. That's at Thursday, 4 to 5. Ian Barker telling us a couple weeks ago he's not going to miss it, and he's a pretty busy guy as well. Peter Vermees, you've been pulled everywhere. Everybody wants a piece of you. You always seem to come back when the folks from United Soccer Coaches give you a call. Why is that? I think there's a huge responsibility in all of us that have been so fortunate to um, you know, make this game our life that uh, we continue to give back and, and um, share our experiences that we've had because I think all it does is help to perpetuate the success of the game. And I think it's more of a, it's a responsibility and an obligation to those things. Um, I also enjoy the uh, the banter, I, I think um, the discussion, sometimes there's even a little debate about 
um, some of the questions that wind up coming out of the audience and things like this. And I always think that what it does is it, it, it makes you think. And so for me, as much as I'm trying to share my experiences, um, I always feel that there's an opportunity for me to learn uh, from these events as well. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I said it already. You touched on it, this notion of vertical integration. Peter, there's been some great articles written on you even before you made yet another run just one step away from the MLS Cup on the amazing job you have done in delegating responsibility and making people be accountable. I mean, the story's kind of brought chills to me because I know you and you're such a great leader, but not all leaders can let people do their jobs. That's what you do. These articles are fantastic, Peter. It's got to make you pretty proud. I'm proud to be a part of Sporting Kansas City. I'm I'm proud to be a part of an organization that um, uh, constantly is is pushing the envelope um, in so many areas uh, on the business, um, the way that we connect with the community, uh, the way our, we see ourselves um, and have a responsibility to the entertainment side of the business that we're in. And then at the same time, there's a, there's a, uh, a genuineness to the fact that um, at the end of the day, it's easy for sports organizations to say that you know, they want to win. Uh, we put the the focus, the resources behind trying to achieve that every year, and it's exciting to be a part of that. And then the final piece is that, you know, I, I have some qualities that are you know pretty decent, but the, the best quality I think I have is that I'm I'm, uh, I'm smart enough to to hire better people around me, and so. Um, I would never be in the position that I'm at if it wasn't for the staff members that I work with every day um, on the project that we have at hand. And so that's where I'm really fortunate. Um, I have people that I've you know, played with, I've spent time with over the years, and uh, it's great to you know, be on this uh, continuous challenge and adventure with uh, a lot of people that I have um, uh, a lot of respect for and, and I feel really comfortable working with. So it's, it's exciting. And it doesn't matter who it is when you say surround yourself with smarter people. So, as you know, the name of our organization, United Soccer Coaches, uniting everyone around the love and passion of the game. And I mean everyone, men, women, black, white, it doesn't matter. And you were one of the first to actually hire a woman in a big-time role as well. It doesn't matter to you what sex they are, what ethnicity they are. If they can help you, they can help you, right? For sure. Megan Cameron, she's actually going to be uh, talking at the convention as well and talking about how her progression um, in the sport has led her to this spot. And then she was asking me a question and I had said to her, I said, it has absolutely nothing with you being a woman. It has everything to do with the fact that you're capable of doing this job and doing it really well. And I believe that she was the best candidate for the position that we were looking for. I was just fortunate enough to have worked um, with her while she was at uh, Major League Soccer's league office and in the player contract uh, area um, department. And so I've gotten a chance over the years to see um, how intelligent, um, how hard that she worked, uh, incredible in regards to her response and diligence to her job. And so it was really easy for, uh, for me to... Um, add her to the staff and she's just brought so much in regards to quality that um, yeah it's it's great and and so I, I you know I don't see her as a woman I see her as someone who just uh, does a fantastic job for us and has brought incredible quality to the staff. 
Peter Vermees, Thursday, 4 to 5, one-on-one, top man of Sporting KC with Alexi Lalas. Again, that's at Thursday, 4 to 5. Peter, just a couple more questions. We'll let you go. You mentioned that you're going to go over some watershed moments. Let's just go ahead and make one big watershed moment. You helped Colorado go from worst to almost first, yet we still needed the village people and the monkeys and everybody else to get a decent crowd. Those days are so far gone. They're so far in the rearview mirror. It's amazing. Now we got to have you on the field just to control your fans, which I think is exciting, right? Because they were rightfully upset. I mean, what a difference 20 years makes, right? It's incredible, incredible, the success of Major League Soccer. Peter, you get to sit in it every single day. You know, this is not a line. I still get goosebumps every time I walk out in our stadium. And we've, we've had, you know, we've been sold out for over 120-some games in a row. And it doesn't get old for me. I never take it for granted. It's great to see that the environment and the ambiance that is in every stadium now in Major League Soccer, obviously there's ones that are I, I still think are, you know, to be honest, are a little more special than others. Um, but it's also shown the incredible progression that we've made in the game. What I will say, though, is I think that um, the only thing that I want to make sure, um, you know, sports are emotional for all of us, um, whether it's whether it's players, coaches, fans, um, staff members, owners, what have you. But at the same time, I always think that we have to maintain a high level of respect. And the one thing that I do not want to see that happens in our game in Major League Soccer is that we start doing things that have left the game uh, for many years, and to throw things on the field at anyone is 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 just completely unacceptable. And it's it's one of the big reasons why I went on the field. I didn't want to see that. It was, it's, a, it's such a great um, event that we're that we're playing in, and I just don't want to see it be marred by by a stupid action by a person that wasn't thinking at that moment. And I and I hope that we continue as a league. Um, continue to do things that stop those types of things and, and make sure that those things do not uh, and then are not part of the experience of any MLS game. As I told you earlier, Peter Vermees, a U.S. Soccer Hall of Famer. We'll end with this question, Peter, and I appreciate you starting the show saying that you and I go way back, and a lot of times when you go way back, you're allowed to have personal biases because you get to know somebody. So here's the deal. I wish Greg Berhalter all the best, but I've been on this program saying I hope they hire Peter Vermees. They hired Greg Berhalter. Someday, what would it mean to Peter Vermees to be the head coach of the U.S. national team? First of all, I'm going to say that, uh, look, I, I have a lot of respect for Greg. I think Greg's a good coach. I think he's going to do an excellent job. And, and I'm, uh, as much as, uh, you know, obviously I'm a coach and, and at some point maybe he'll be interested in some of the players on my team and I will give him all the support in the world to um, be as successful as he possibly can as a, you know, as a, as a colleague. At the same time, I'm a fan and I'm, I'll be just as interested to see the progression and the, and the success that, that he leads that team to. So uh, I'm here supporting him in that, in, in that capacity as well. At the same time, if, if, if um, that opportunity were to ever happen um, and it's the right fit for them and, and for me, um, I would only say that it's the same thing I always said when I was a player. Uh, to, to represent your country as a player um, is, is an incredible uh, moment. And I never, ever took for granted any day that I was um, in any training session or any game. It always meant the world to me. 
I, I know that I gave everything I had in every one of those moments. And if I was ever to uh, be fortunate enough to be a steward at some point to lead the U.S. national team, I would, uh, I would value that in the same exact capacity. I would, I would do everything I could every day to uh, make the U.S. national team uh, the best it possibly could be. Peter Vermees answered all my questions openly and honestly. He'll do the same thing with Alexi Lalas on Thursday, January 10th in Chicago, a key key speaker as part of the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention in Chicago. Again, that's Thursday, 4 to 5, one-on-one with Peter Vermees. Check out the schedule to get all of the excitement as well. Peter Vermees, good luck at the Combine. We'll see you in Chicago. Dean, appreciate it. Real pleasure to talk to you, buddy, and uh, look forward to seeing you in Chicago as well. Peter Vermees, without question, he will go down as one of the all-time great coaches and players in U.S. soccer history. He is the complete package. I also want to thank Nelson Rodriguez, of course, the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club, also with Major League Soccer. At the convention, we cover all issues, including heavy issues. Back in March, the United Soccer Coaches and MOXA, the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault, announced a new partnership in which they will work together to develop new educational resources and training programs on the issues of sexual abuse and assault. Melanie Austin is the Director of Education for MOXA. Haley Harold is their Coordinator of Prevention. They both join me at the same time next on the United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by TeamSnap. United Soccer Coaches provides programs and services that enhance, encourage, and contribute to the development and recognition of soccer coaches, their players, and the game we love. Join today. Visit unitedsoccercoaches.org slash join. Welcome back to our United Soccer Coaches podcast presented by Team Snap. This is the week of convention issue as we welcome each and every one of you to Chicago. We hope you enjoy the 2019 United Soccer Coaches Convention right here in the Windy City. I want to thank Nelson Rodriguez, the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club of Major League Soccer and a huge partner for this year's convention. The talented Peter Vermees, now the longest tenured coach in Major League Soccer a U.S. Soccer Hall of Famer. And speaking of Kansas City, we've got another Kansas City connection headed to Chicago. Let me tell you a little bit about it. The headline reads, dated March 13, 2018, United Soccer Coaches and MOXA team up to educate youth coaches on sexual abuse and assault. Well, what is MOXA? Well, it's the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault. National Grant Fund's new sexual abuse and assault prevention tools and training for soccer coaches nationwide. I'll read the first paragraph. It says, United Soccer Coaches and the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault, MOXA, announced a new partnership today in which they will work together to develop new educational resources and training programs on the issues of sexual abuse 
use and is sought for more than 30,000 soccer coaches nationwide. The partnership is a direct result of a recent grant awarded to Moxa by Reliance, a collaborative initiative to end sexual violence in one generation, made possible through a commitment from the National Football League. And a quote from Lynn Burling Manuel, the CEO of United Soccer Coaches, she says, quote, sexual abuse and assault is a very important topic in the world of sports and beyond today. Safety is always our priority, and we are proud to have the opportunity to work together with Moxa to ensure our coaches have access to the best resources and training to help protect themselves and the athletes they serve. And with that as the setup, we can tell you, in fact, that there will be two workshops entitled Sexual Harassment Workshops presented by Moxa. One will be on Thursday from 12 to 1, and another one will be on Friday also from 12 to 1. And heading it up will be Melanie Austin. She's the Director of Education for Moxa, and also Haley Harold. She's the Coordinator of Prevention. And guess what? Melanie and Haley both join me now right here on our convention issue of the United Soccer Coaches Podcast presented by TeamSnap. Melanie and Haley, thanks for being on the program. Thank you for having us. Yeah, first off, talk about how important it was to form this alliance or partnership with United Soccer Coaches. You know, especially with things like the Me Too movement or uh, issues that have come up, you know, related to sports and sexual abuse and assault, um, it's just so timely that MASA, as experts in providing education in this area, can work to provide information to coaches across the U.S. Um, on how they can prevent sexual abuse and assault, how they can respond to it, um, how they can report it if they need to. Well, and one of the things uh, based on that announcement that was made in March is that it also falls on the heels of the new federal law protecting young victims from sexual abuse and safe sport Authorization Act of 2017 that was signed and immediately put into effect on February 14, 2018. Now, Melanie and Haley, the new law requires coaches to report any suspected child abuse, including sexual abuse, within 24 hours. Any individual who is required but fails to report suspected child abuse will now be subject to criminal penalties. And there have been some tragic stories, as we know, over the years uh, with this issue. So it's really important as it it's tied into this new federal law, right? Yeah, and it's just, it's so timely that we're able to provide some education, you know, on what does it mean to recognize signs of abuse? Um, what does it mean uh, to report? How do I do that? Uh, so just being able to provide that information in a way that's easy to digest, that doesn't make it seem scary, um, and helps people understand how they can support and protect kids is really important. Haley, as you're thinking about these two workshops, one on Thursday, one on Friday, both from noon to one, what do you expect to cover in Chicago? Yeah, we'll talk about how sexual harassment impacts um, team culture and the culture of an organization. And um, from there, talk about what sexual harassment is. Uh, make sure that people understand that there's various forms of sexual harassment and then we'll spend some time working together and practicing on how to respond um, and how to uh, make sure that these um, things aren't aren't part of team culture. Now, Melanie, according to Moxa, one in six women will be the victim of completed or attempted rape in her lifetime, and less than 20% of all rapes are reported. Moreover, one in four girls and one in six boys will be sexually abused during childhood. Those numbers have to come down, right? Yes. I mean, you know, it's really just staggering. And so 
um, it's just so important that we take time to learn about the issue and then learn how to prevent the issue. And really, um, it's simple. It's not hard to do. And so, um, and we can help those numbers to come down when we do take steps to keep kids safe and um, other adults around us. So when people show up on either Thursday or Friday, I kind of already asked Haley, Melanie, but what do you want to make sure people leave when they walk out of that workshop? I just want people to feel like they understand what sexual harassment is and they know how to respond to it and prevent it. So we're going to have um, a toolkit. It's a, a handout that they'll be able to take with them. We'll do some practicing so we know that practice makes perfect. <laughs> and uh, really just kind of those two basic things. What is it? How do I respond to it and prevent it? For you both, tell us uh, why you joined this organization. It was founded in 1975. Mox has got a long history of providing sexual violence prevention and education programming from youth to adults. Its education staff has vast experience with curriculum development and providing sexual violence education on the local, state, and national levels. What drew Melanie and Haley to Moxa? Yeah, so I really wanted to work with Moxa after volunteering um, for the organization. I remember when the violence prevention person came to my high school, and she was awful and boring. And um, I've learned um, through my experience volunteering and then working at Moxa that this is an issue that we can absolutely prevent. And so here at Moxa, we work really hard to be engaging and help people find their own solutions for preventing sexual violence um, so that it feels like something that they can do um, every day. I think uh, for myself, you know, I... I have a public health background, and so I really like the idea of how can we prevent violence um, in a large way. And so that's kind of what has drawn me to the prevention and the education side. One of the things when you take a look at the United Soccer Coaches Convention schedule, when you look at all the great speakers and then you check off like who it applies to, your session, Melanie and Haley, lights up with all of the colors because this issue affects everybody. So whether you're a coach, administrator, a director of coaching, it doesn't matter, right? You can learn something here at these workshops. Yeah, it really, you know, it really doesn't matter uh, who you are. It, this issue does affect everybody. And, and just like you said with those stats that you uh, read earlier, you know, it. it is a big problem and chances are you know somebody who's experienced it or you've experienced it yourself so this will be a very helpful session for those who attend finally to both of you melanie austin the director of education for moxa the metropolitan organization to counter sexual assault as well as haley harold the coordinator of prevention both of you melanie first why everybody should try to attend at least one of these workshops i think you're going to learn something new and you're going to take something that's a scary subject i think for a lot of people or uncomfortable subjects and we're going to make it easy to understand and easy to um, learn some easy steps on how to prevent it yourself I would just echo that. Um, we do similar presentations with um, people of all ages, and, and I would say as young as fifth grade, people are experiencing sexual harassment or seeing it day to day. So um, you're absolutely going to leave with solutions and things that work for you um, that you'll probably be able to use later that day, if not, if not the next day. So it's just really going to apply to everybody. And finally, if folks are not able to attend the workshop but are understandably concerned and want to learn learn more, where can they go to learn more about Moxa and your incredibly impactful message? 
Well, I'm so glad you asked that. We will actually be putting out an e-learning module probably in the next month or so um, through United Soccer Coaches. And so folks can have an opportunity to go online and take that e-learning module. So that's a great, a great tool that will come come their way. In the meantime, uh, folks can go to moxa.org. Melanie Austin, Haley Harold doing great things with Moxa and now doing great things in tandem with United Soccer Coaches. They've got workshops on Thursday at noon and Friday at noon. Sexual harassment workshops. That should be all you need to hear to get there to learn more. And if you can save one child at a time, You're making a difference. Melanie and Haley, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you. Thanks. What a show. Big welcomes, big personalities, big players in soccer. And, of course, we end it with a big topic where we all can make a difference. I want to thank Nelson Rodriguez, the president and general manager of the Chicago Fire Soccer Club. I want to thank Peter Vermees, the top man, the head coach for Sporting KC. And I want to thank Melanie Austin and Haley Harold from the Metropolitan Organization to Counter Sexual Assault, MOXA. I also want to thank all the great folks at United Soccer Coaches for putting on this incredible convention in Chicago. We hope you enjoy it. Ask questions, network, be active, and have a great time. For everybody at United Soccer Coaches, I'm Dean Linke. Enjoy the convention and welcome to Chicago. United Soccer Coaches provides programs and services that enhance, encourage, and contribute to the development and recognition of soccer coaches, their players, and the game we love. Join today. Visit UnitedSoccerCoaches.org slash join.